Hey, this is Chris Peters with Office Native. And if you're looking to bring on a junior level type of SharePoint power user, or even someone who does a little bit of design, there's some good categories uh, you can ask questions um, on when you're interviewing those folks. So in this podcast, we're just going to go through some of the general categories that we've gone basically through over the years when we're interviewing folks, and then some of the specific skill sets that are in those categories themselves. So again, we're thinking about a SharePoint super user or designer that might be joining the team uh, and the topics for those folks to pretty much have expertise on. So first, we'll start off with things like access and permissions. It's pretty high level, but access and permissions, they need to be able to explain the use of groups and permission levels, not only at the site level, but also um, at the list and library level or at the list item level. And also, if they can talk to you about audience targeting, that's a bonus too. Next one I got into would be content management at a high level. And when we're getting into content management, being able to explain the use of a content type and why it's valuable uh, goes a long way for these types of folks that are working in SharePoint. They should also be able to comprehend what we mean by managed metadata, not only as columns in our lists and libraries, but also the managed metadata term store that's come out in the latest versions of SharePoint. If they can talk to you about what a site column is and why it's different than a regular column that's in a list, that's gonna give you a good indication of some of their skill level too. If we get into page types and layouts, they should know the difference between a wiki page and a web part page. And also just talking about what is on a page in addition to left nav and top nav, that page body, which normally has web parts surfacing a lot of things like lists and libraries and images and things like that. So being able to talk about the concept of putting a SharePoint page into edit mode and what it means to go and change the layout of the page or even to populate it with web parts in the body. From a SharePoint designer standpoint, we want to get a feel for, one, the usage of SharePoint designer, not only for designing pages and the page functions, as well as forms, but also workflows and how a designer workflow would work. You might actually have more folks that are getting into Nintext workflow these days or some of the new Microsoft products like Flow. But again, if they say that they know SharePoint designer, they should be able to show examples or talk through examples of doing a workflow versus custom forms or even just general formatting. Next comes search. Being able to talk about some of the new developments in search, content search web parts, search results pages, the refiner tabs or that panel on the left side of pages um, that are used for search results and also how managed metadata plays into a quality search experience. And what we mean by that is, if they can talk about managed properties and crawled properties and how they play into good search results, you're on the right track. Another topic we get sometimes is about charting and dashboards. What type of tools would they use? How would they put something together to do some sort of a dashboard for you? They might talk about products like performance, point, or even the chart web part that might be in some of the older versions of SharePoint, um, or maybe the KPI list functionality. 
you also might want to kind of see if they've got information or just knowledge about what's coming down the pipe with Office 365 in the cloud as far as Power BI and those types of other tools too. So that's a pretty good amount right there. Now, if we keep on going, we want to take a look at site settings, the understanding that SharePoint has site collections with collections of sites and how navigation works on those sites, getting into the site settings or the site features where we can configure certain things in there. In other words, ask them what they would do in site settings when they're helping out their end users and what type of situations and features they're using for those users, even down to the, to the general look and feel of the sites. Next one is lists and libraries, and everyone would probably agree lists and libraries are kind of the foundation of SharePoint. So the concept of a list in a library, they should be able to tell you that a library is primarily for documents, lists are for list items, and to articulate the difference between the two. And then also be able to talk to you about the columns that are by default when a library gets built, as well as the columns that they can turn on or add to a list view. So have them describe why a list view is valuable and the ability to do certain things with the list view, like sorting and filtering, um, item limits, grouping, things like that. If you can get them into explaining versioning in lists and libraries, how that's turned on, what the function of versioning is, as well as lookup columns, and what that really means to reach out into another list or a library to display a column from that other list in the list that you're in right now. And then again, in the newer versions of SharePoint, this concept of metadata columns, what does that mean to them? Um, if you said, hey, in your list or your library here, um, you've got a metadata column that someone can actually use to tag some content, what's really going on in the back end of that? Where is that managed metadata column looking? Most of the time, it's going to be looking at the managed metadata term store for tags that can be associated with content. See what they know about calculated columns, being able to have a column or two in a list that is got a little bit of syntax around it for filtering things or for just basically doing some automatic type of work um, that a calculated column can do. And then ask them about what other types of, col of column types are they aware of? Things like the choice columns, the people picker, your standard text columns, things like that. If we talk more about forms with them too, and they, they do seem to know about forms, whether it's an InfoPath product uh, or a designer or the others, ask them about, you know, how do you place a button on a form and how do you make that button function properly? Uh, even things like column ordering on those forms. And then primarily, when you get into the metadata piece, the ability to use content types in your forms. If you get them really talking about the use of content types in some sort of a form, let's say it's an InfoPath form, that's going to give you a very good sense of their expertise in that area. A couple more here, and then we'll wrap it up. Last two are web parts and workflows. Um, web parts are going to be what surfaces content on those SharePoint pages. Um, have them give you examples of the web parts that they like to use, how they use them, 
And if they do things like connect the web parts to other web parts to do some other grouping and filtering, uh, are they familiar with exporting web parts? And uh, basically, what parts of the edit a web part menu are they really familiar with? Uh, appearance, size of the web parts, other types of default view settings for certain types of web parts. And bottom line, maybe they can list off five or six web parts that they commonly use in the pages that they're responsible for. Then the last one here, workflows again. The difference between out-of-the-box workflows and other workflow products like Nintex or SharePoint Designer workflows or the new products from Microsoft like Flow. And the point here is they should know what the out-of-the-box workflows are by name, at least two or three of them, the built-in ones, and then articulate how they're a little bit different from the types of more complex, I would say, or you know, elegant workflows that can be put together with things like Nintex or even SharePoint Designer. And that wraps it up. So the bottom line is if you're interviewing a candidate who wants to be on your SharePoint team as a super user or is billing themselves as a SharePoint expert or designer, these are some good questions to get the ball rolling and get a feel for what their experience levels are. And it's always a good uh, practice when you are interviewing folks for these types of positions to have another more senior SharePoint professional in the room too. That comes in pretty handy. And that's it. Thanks a lot for your time.